Expect wind chills in the single digits today and up to an inch of snow overnight tonight into tomorrow morning, especially along a line from Cedar Rapids to the Quad Cities. In WVIK News, more layoffs at John Deere. The Quad City Times reports 57 jobs are being cut at the Davenport Works as of January 6. The newspaper quotes Deere spokesman Ken Golden as saying employees were notified last week. 100 were laid off there just a few weeks ago. Deere is also conducting a voluntary employee buyout program. CEO John May cited lingering trade tensions and a difficult growing season as challenges facing the company when it released its latest financial report last month. Rock Island City Clerk announced a resignation at last night's city council meeting. Judith Gilbert cited systematic and ongoing workplace bullying and harassment that's been tolerated and ignored by city management. Gilbert did not mention a specific co-worker, but told the dispatch in Argus it started with one person who dragged others into it. The resignation apparently caught city officials by surprise. They had recently enacted a new harassment ordinance, which they thought had addressed the matter. Gilbert acknowledged to the newspaper that council members tried to help by writing the new policy, but she is also quoted as characterizing it as for show only. It'll probably cost more to live in Rock Island next year. Last night, the city council held a public hearing on next year's tax levy and considered raising the charges for treating wastewater and stormwater. Finance Director Stephanie Masson says... The city is proposing an increase in the levy of $981,000, or 7.7%. The biggest reason for the increase, or what drives a lot of tax levies in local governments in Illinois, is public safety pensions. And so public safety pensions increased 381000 over the prior year. The increased levy will also provide more money for the Parks Department and Library. Rock Island's tax levy accounts for about one-quarter of the property tax bill for residents of the city. The rest goes to the school district, county, community college, and townships. The Quad Cities Community Foundation hopes two workforce development grants will help transform the lives of local residents. Spokeswoman Kelly Thompson says Vera French Mental Health Center will receive $100,000 to expand an employment support program for Scott County residents with severe mental illness. It'll be implemented in partnership with Transitions Mental Health Services, which already offers the service in Rock Island County. They might go on site with them. They might coordinate with their managers to make sure things are going well, really provide exactly what it said, that individualized placement and support because one person may need certain supports, someone else may need different supports, but the whole point is to get them placed in jobs that are fulfilling to them and allow them to earn income and help keep them there. Mercado on 5th will also receive a $100,000 grant from the Quad Cities Community Foundation. Thompson says Mercado will help small minority businesses. This is really recognizing their need to take a next step and having a permanent space where they can have those fun events, but also that platform for business growth indoors and year-round. So this grant will help them move into a permanent location where they can work year-round. Both grants are possible because of donations to the Foundation's Quad Cities Community Impact Fund. Past transformation grants have benefited homeless agencies in Scott County, the United Way's Born Learning Initiative, Family Resources for Coordination of Services, the Chamber's Q2030 Action Plan, the Robert Young Center, and the Child Abuse Council. 
Illinois is in a precarious position when it comes to the 2020 census. The count determines congressional representation and the state's at risk for losing up to two seats. As Mary Hansen reports, groups are pushing now to get an accurate tally, particularly in rural areas. Nearly 12 percent of Illinois residents live in small towns or sparsely populated areas. Anita Banerjee is with Forefront Illinois, a civic engagement nonprofit. She says there are unique challenges to getting an accurate count in rural areas. It's the lack of access to technology. It's the distrust in government. It's the lack of awareness. Banerjee says central and southern Illinois appear most vulnerable to losing a congressional seat, which is why it's especially important to make sure everyone participates. Representatives from the Farm Bureau, local government, and other nonprofits met recently to learn how to promote census participation. Residents can expect a first letter directing them to fill out census forms online in mid-March. I'm Mary Hansen. In the NFL, the Eagles beat the Giants 23-17 in overtime. In basketball, the Bulls lost to Toronto 93-92. Iowa beat Minnesota 72-52. In hockey, the Blackhawks were at Vegas tonight.